I declare, that is the loveliest carriage rug I ever saw anywhere. Isn't it lovely? I'm glad you like it. Why don't you get in and let me put it over you? Oh, no, thank you. I like it ever so much more watching you drive around with it. Oh, do get in and drive about with me. That would be charming, but it's so fascinating, just as I am. Well, it may be fascinating, my dear, but it's not the custom here. Well, it ought to be then. If I didn't walk, I'd expire. Well, you should walk with your mother, dear. With my mother, dear? My mother never walked in steps in her life. And then, you know, I'm more than five years old. You're old enough to be more reasonable. You're old enough, dear Miss Miller, to be talked about. Talked about? What do you mean? Come into my carriage and I will tell you. I don't think I want to know what you mean. I don't think I'd like it. Welcome to Trilogy in Theory. My name is Webb and this is my co-host Mike. And we continue our journey into the 1970s with Quentin Tarantino and his novel Cinema Speculation. <sighs> okay, so we are dealing with the shortest chapter and I think I can guess why. I, I don't know <laughs> why this was included. I will agree with you there. I was going to say blissfully short, but then you bring up an excellent point. <laughs> why this movie, QT? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I think I have an answer. We are talking the 1974 film Daisy Miller, and I think it's simply because Tarantino wanted to write a small ode to Barry Brown. Fair enough. The actor who plays the male lead. Uh, yeah, I mean, he even put uh, the man's article on Bella Lugosi's drug addiction at the end to kind of pad the short <laughs> chapter. <laughs> I thought that was and, and hey, don't get me wrong. I like the inclusion of the Bela Lugosi article to kind of pay homage. Oh, sure. It also saved me a Google uh, search to be like, oh, he wrote an article on Bela Lugosi. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, thank you, uh, Tarantino. It's it's right there. Let me let me zoom in on my uh, iPad as I try to refresh myself. This is one of those that I watched <laughs> months ago. I was like really into our project. And I think I like told you, I was like, I'm six chapters ahead, baby. Like I just kept going. <laughs> and like... There was no way in hell I was going to rewatch Daisy Miller for this recording. <laughs> I did reread the chapter, and it's – I don't know if it was convincing reading it, like, immediately after watching the film because, boy, did I – you know, it just got on my nerves. And he, he says as much. He says, like, the, basically the first 15 minutes, he can sort of admire the attempt of what Peter Bogdanovich is trying to do, but it doesn't seem like he enjoys it. You know how I feel about just children – in general. And so having like a precocious <laughs> child, like cock blocking this beautiful blonde for our lead character. I'm like, it's called Daisy fucking Miller. Let's just, let's go. Like what is with this sidekick child? I just, I could not stand it. And it probably distracted me from, I guess what I'd always heard about it, which is uh simple shepherd sucks. That's really all I knew about Daisy Miller was this failed because she was no good. I didn't have <laughs> those particular problems. I may have a problem with the story itself, which is 
I just don't know if I'm as infatuated with the title character or maybe Sybil Shepherd as the filmmaker here to where I can understand putting up with all the nonsense and the back and forth and the sort of will they, won't they, you know, this works in a sitcom. I don't know if it works here because I'm just like, just move on, buddy. Like there's go to another party or whatever. Like what, why are you beating your head against the wall for this? Which maybe is why I'm not like, it's keyed into the ending of the film, which really seemed to have moved uh, QT, which is mixed up. Is he moved by the narrative itself or his particular affinity for this uh, performance that we have here uh, of Barry Brown, which is kind of where the chapter of cinema speculation goes, which is this reverence he has for this, this lead performance that he gave. I don't think I have the same affection for that performance. But what I will say about it, I, I didn't hate the film. Uh, it, it didn't uh, drag on, I think, the way that it might have for some people. But I watched it in a different way. It's also way. 90 minutes, and we're talking about it wasn't that long. I just looked at my tab. I was like, good Lord, <laughs> an hour and 31 minutes. <laughs> let me... Let me um, Link this back to a, a film that I think we both really like, which is Hitchcock's Rope. Uh, John Dahl's character in it says to Rupert, uh, I think they're talking about something, uh, the word strange comes up. Oh, this is, something strange is going on. And, and John Dahl's character questions him about it. And he also says, well, Rupert, you often pick words for sound rather than meaning. And that's a line that is weirdly applicable to me and a, a lot of, of my watching experience sometimes. I often enjoy the back and forth. The dialogue is so snappy, that ping-pongy uh, um, aspect of it, that I enjoy that as almost the soundtrack of my experience watching it. I don't really pay attention to the actual goings-on of the narrative, the plot. I'm just like, oh, I'm enjoying the back and forth uh, repartee between these characters. So you're not looking at it as a... Uh, you know, dialogue competition where you're seeing who of these uh, equally skilled, uh, you know, banters, banties can like, you know, vanquish the other one. Because I know I wasn't. I'm like, I don't care. Like what? <laughs> what? I don't I have no rooting interest on you two hooking up or not. I did on reflection and, you know, thank you to this, this project that you suggested and, and Tarantino himself. There's a brief uh, line in this chapter where he uh, talks about how Sybil Shepherd was perfect for the role because she presents for like a, a period piece film. She's like way too modern, which is perfect because at that time she's supposed to be this extremely modern American that's just sort of like, I don't know, like boorish figure that is just like upending the, the norms of polite society. And he uses a word that I know of from a much better film. Uh, Nancy Myers, the holiday, which is moxie. It's good old American moxie. And maybe if Nancy Myers <laughs> directed a version of this and it was Kate Winslet, it would probably be Cameron Diaz, to be honest, and it would, it would suck. But if it was Kate Winslet <laughs> <laughs> playing American, that would be great. So if you like what you heard, stumble over to patreon.com slash projecting film there you'll find all of our episodes on cinema speculation for this year along with other patreon specific episodes 
for movie podcasts such as Offscreen Death and Sober Cinema. And if you hate clicking on links, don't worry. You'll get your own podcast-specific feed under commentary track as if you need one more feed to listen to me on. It's just a buck, though. <laughs>